lift. It loses Mulligan. Welcome back to Moose's Mulligans. I'm your host, Alex Streisak. So your recent sports highlights for you this week. No way! That was the end of Whitney Houston's famous National Anthem. We'll be talking more about the National Anthem later, as the NFL seems to be making a big deal of it lately. Ah, jeez. In the MLB, coming down to the wire, the Nationals, Dodgers, Astros, and Indians have all clinched their divisions. In the NBA, it looks like Carmelo Anthony's time with the Knicks has come to an end, and honestly, it was not very pleasant time there. Anthony will now look for his first ring in an Oklahoma City Thunder jersey, as the Thunder are expected to ship Ennis Kenter, Doug McDermott, and a draft pick to the Knicks. I'm proud of the Knicks for moving on to the future here, getting a 25-year-old center and 25-year-old small forward in a draft pick while clearing contract off their books. For the Thunder, I'm still a little confused. I still don't think they can beat the Warriors, and now they give up more youth. I don't think Robertson's defense can cover Melo's lack of it, and Melo's offense can't cover Robertson's lack of offense. They're a little better now, but for how long? Now, the center of our discussion this week for the opening, the NFL. And boy, it's been a long week for the NFL. And I try not to have a dark tone on this show, but this week is just something we can't avoid, and we have to hear this. We start with the tragic and saddening news of the passing of Robert Grays, who was a football player at Midwestern State University. Grays broke his neck on a tackle and did not survive his injury. We send our condolences to his family, friends, and loved ones who are going through this tough time right now. This injury is saddening, and it's tough to hear, but several football injuries are becoming just far too common. Many people have seen Will Smith's movie Concussion, however, it's much scary what's going on right now currently. Not only did we lose a young college student, we also have seen so many Kurt and former NFL players deal with so many difficult issues that come with the head injuries they incur. Just released this week was the scan on the brain of the late Aaron Hernandez, who was an impact tight end for the New England Patriots, who was then sent to prison for murder. Five days after Hernandez was assigned a hearing on his acquittal, he was found hanging in his cell block. Dr. Ann McKee, who looked at the scan, said that Hernandez was suffering from a stage 3 CTE, which stands for chronic traumatic encephalopathy. That's tough for me to say. I'm a business major. How bad is stage 3? Well, there's only four stages, and stage 3 states that the patient will suffer from violent mood swings, depression, and cognitive disorders. Hernandez was only 27 years old when he took his life, and this condition is supposed to be seen for people in their 60s and 70s. 
There was a recent study where 111 former NFL player brains were inspected. 110 had CTE. That's 99.1% of them. That's a scary high number. But as Roger Goodell, commissioner of the NFL, will say, the game has changed so much since the former NFL players were playing football, and all of their efforts to make the game safer are progressing. However, only one-third of concussions are actually reported on the injury report in the NFL. And it seems a little obvious, but it's worth stating that concussions are more apparent as the season progresses. The amount of concussions almost doubles in Week 12 compared to Week 1 of the NFL regular season. So what can we change? Well, nothing really. The way the game is designed, this is what happens. People will say, take away the helmets like in rugby, and people won't lead with their heads and use it as weapons. However, rugby is having the same issue with head injuries, as about two-thirds of injuries in rugby are head or brain injuries. So what does this mean for the NFL? They're screwed. Not only are they having problems keeping players healthy and not risking their lives every week and every practice, but they're having a hard time with how players relate to everyday fans. We've all seen and heard about the many different off-the-field issues football players have had, including drunk driving, domestic violence, bar fights, and many more. And now we're starting to see controversial behavior on the field and the issue that's been haunting the NFL about the national anthem. Even the President of the United States is commenting on the NFL and its issues. President Trump tweeted, If a player wants the privilege of making millions of dollars in the NFL or other leagues, he or she should not be allowed to disrespect our great American flag or country and should stand for the national anthem. If not, you're fired. Find something else to do. The president also went on basically to say that he will support any fans who walk out of stadiums or refuse to participate in the sport, whether that be buying tickets for the game, merchandise for the league, or even watching the league on television. So this is the sucky part where I tell you I have no idea what the NFL should do about this. The problems they are suffering from just comes from what they've built their sport around. What makes their sport entertaining to the fan is what is dragging the sport's participation and viewership down. It sucks, but sometimes the truth sucks. Besides turning the sport into a video game where coaches compete with computers or something, or turning it into flag football, hell, I don't even trust two man touch. Otherwise, I have no suggestions. We're going to take a quick break here on Moose's Mulligans and coming back. The second part of this show, I called a little audible, and we're going to continue talking about the NFL here on Moose's Mulligans. This is your favorite sports podcast on the official Moose's Mulligans website. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Now back to your host, Alex Dreisnick. All right, we're back here on Moose's Mulligans. I'm your host, Alex Streisak. And at the beginning of the show, I played you the national anthem that Whitney Houston sang. And she's obviously the greatest of all time at singing that, no doubt in my mind. But if you haven't had the chance to watch that whole video of her singing it, please just, I'll wait here. You go on YouTube, you Google it, you watch it, because... It's not only the most beautiful singing of our national anthem, 
You just look in the stands and everybody's just got the standing O for her. There's Go USA flags everywhere and red, white, and blue, and it's just unbelievable. So that's what I wanted to start this discussion with. Not only does the NFL have issues with brain damage and getting youth involved, now they're dealing with a national anthem issue all over the place. Now, we already saw it in the Jaguars and Ravens game this morning in London that NFL players are not happy with Trump's comments about their kneeling protest. Hell, the Steelers said they're not even going to be on the field when the national anthem plays and instead will hold a unification meeting in their locker room. Trump has already responded and said, if NFL fans refuse to go to games until players stop respecting our flag and country, you will see change take place fast. Fire or suspend. NFL attendance and ratings are way down. Boring game, yes, but many stay away because they love our country. League should back U.S. So fireworks are flying and players are kneeling. The only thing I really appreciated from the Jags-Raves game was that most of them stood arms linked together. That's something we've seen in sports for a long time now, a sign of unity together for the game they're about to enter. But the kneeling is something different. The arguments have been that our soldiers that are supposed to be a part of what we honor standing for the flag fought for the freedom to protest peacefully, which would be like taking a knee during the national anthem. But... I don't think that the only three hours you're on national television for your job is where you're representing your entire organization. I don't know if that's the time to do your peaceful protest. My question for the players is, what are you kneeling for? What is the cause you are trying to reach? What are you all trying to accomplish? Kaepernick wore pig socks protesting what he called police brutality on African Americans. Is that what you're protesting? I've heard Colin Kaepernick called out by the press for not knowing what his Fidel Castro shirt meant and how that tied into his protest. Is that what you're protesting? Whatever the point Kaepernick was trying to make with that shirt, I mean, just... Anyway, whatever your cause is, what are you doing the other six days off now national television about it? Take that off the field. Like I said before, to a lot of people, sports are their getaway from things like politics. The only reason the president is even talking about this is because players have already politicized it through their actions and comments to the press. Sports are supposed to be something that unite us and give us pride in our country and community instead of tearing it down. And that's going to be the point. Let's see how they do when they stop making millions of dollars. I watched the game in Santa Clara and there were a lot of empty seats. They even were filling seats with the, for the price of two pretzels. That there's been a lot of social media activity where people are coming together now to support the other side and are protesting the NFL this week and maybe even weeks to come. This issue is going to affect so much of the league's profits through not only merchandise, ticket sales, and TV advertisements, but also new contracts they've been negotiating with companies like Amazon and other new media because businesses don't want to invest in a company that could be losing its most valuable customers. I leave it up to Yogi Berra. As the late, great Yogi Berra said, if the people don't want to come out to the ballpark, nobody's going to stop them. In the end, it's up to the fans what they want to watch, what they want to support, what they want to buy. 
they earn their salary. It's up to them what they want to do with their money for their enjoyment. So. A lot of controversy this week for the NFL. Uh, you can tell when it takes up a whole show, so as we're running out of time here, let me tell you that you can follow us at alexanderstryzak.wixsite.com slash moosesmulligans and facebook.com slash moosesmulligans and twitter.com slash moosesmulligans. Make sure to send us your comments, questions, concerns. We'd love to hear from you about the show, what we can change, what we can do, what opinions you have, especially on this controversial topic. That's all for this week, and remember, till next week, fairways and greens, no mulligans. I'm your host, Alex Streisack. We'll see you next week.